Welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I'm joined for the second episode with the incomparable Rick Tamlin. And in this second part of our conversation, Rick reflects on the desire from a very early age to be in front of a room, in front of rooms. He shares the story of giving a sermon at a very young age. Uh, he, we dig into stories that teach and dip into the heartbreak of living life in the shadows. And Rick shares the poignant story, the inspirational story of his uncle Gates and the founding of his program, Produce You. Uh, there's a lot to this, as there was in the first episode, which I encourage you to listen before you listen to this one if you have not yet. And with that, let's go ahead and dig into part two of my conversation with Rick Tamlin. Enjoy. So you're, uh, of course, we're just a recording audio, and every time you pick up your mug, I see produce you. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yes. You can't see this, everybody, but I have a mug that says produce you. Y-O-U, as opposed to produce university. Right. So, so actually, I want to I go there. But before we go there, um, you've worked, uh, you've worked uh, uh, with individuals, you've worked in organizational spaces for decades now. And when you look at your your childhood, adolescence, mm. et cetera. When you look at those experiences, mm. you know, and, and your, and your pursuit of art as well, your pursuit mm. of acting, you know, how did, how did, how did those things lead you mm. into the, to the, to the leadership work that you do? Mm. Mm. Well, uh, here's the link to the sort of acting world, if you will. Um, Simply put, I, for whatever reason, right or wrong, it's my ego speaking, I don't care. I love being in front of people, like period. Like, let's just call it like, I, and the more people, the better. Right? So I'm one of those people that, you know, when they told me public speaking, it was one of your biggest fears. I was like, what are you talking about? Are you, I was like, I mean, I, I gave a sermon when I was like 14 years old at my church, you know, and I was like, and that was it. I was in front of this room. I was giving a sermon at the church and I walked away from that. Uh, and, uh, a tiny story with it, you know, I had, I had had it written all, had written it out, right? You know, I need to be prepared, right? And then I get up in this big pulpit in front of the church, and I start to read it, and I just realize, oh my God, I, I, I can't do it this way. And I looked up, and then I just started to talk. So it was the classic moment of, I, I know I, I had to look down a couple times to kind of know what's next, but it was like. Oh, oh, be with the people, be with the people as you talk to the people. So, you know, I got a taste of that early on and I went, oh my God, that's just like, you know, that was just sort of like a drug. So then it kind of pointed me towards acting later in life. I, I, I won't go into the long story, but it didn't, I did like in high school, I didn't do it. I, I, there was a little bit of a darkness there. I was scared and I was shy and gay and I didn't know what to do. So that kind of shut down energy later, you know, so, so the acting front of the room thing is an, is an, is an easy sort of realization of like, Oh, I just want to be in front of rooms. Um, and then I want to just do a shout out and give major credit to, um, you know, coactive training international or CTI really the work they brought me into and their leadership program and sort of woke me up to 
I have something to put into the world. I have something to say. I, I have a book. I have a book in me. I, I want to, I want to put it into the world. Right. And, uh, and, and that work, if you will, in that way of being in front of a room was somewhat radical at the time. I don't think it's radical anymore. Um, but the ability to dance with a room and feel energy in a room and create learning out of thin air. And that's now like, right. That's, that's like better than anything I could imagine. I just got mm. off of two calls before this call, by the way, two 24 person calls right before this call with you, you know, and you know, my timeline is this tiny little post-it with three, with three learning points on it. You know, that was my timeline. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but that's the, and then of course the, I, I don't know, of course, but the, the message from my life story is, you know, outs better than closeted, <laughs> you know, that that's been the informant of what am I really about in the world? And I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, but I found it with my life story is what do I do? I out people. And I don't mean gay out. I mean, come out and with your work and, and thus the language produce you is I help produce people's good work in the world, whatever form that wants to take all in line with yes. At the end of my life, when I look back, I want to help people look at something and go, I created that and it mattered. Mm. Mm. Versus I get to the end and go, I got through it. Gonna let that land, that settle in. There's a story you tell. I was at one of your uh, events mm. a number of years ago. <laughs> it wasn't the last live event. It was it was it was a couple of years yeah. before before we hit COVID times. And if I'm remembering this correctly, and if it wasn't your story, then please correct me. Um, but it was, I think it was about, I, uh, it involved uh, a, a relative, perhaps mm -hmm. not so distant, and a piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, um, you're giving me the good segue to, you know, I'm, I, I'm, on a, I'm on a stage at my event, and I want to make a really good learning point. And so one of the one of the things I help people do, by the way, is help them. What's a good story that really makes the point? That's personal because it's a personal story, right? And it really makes the learning point of what I want the room to understand. So yes, there's an uncle, a dear uncle in my life, my mom's brother, who was a child prodigy as a piano player. Went to Juilliard at like 15, 14 years old, Juilliard mm. School of Music. Um, incredibly talented, very dedicated, um, you know, practice like a zillion hours a day. And, um, and in that era, this was back in the forties and fifth thirties, forties and fifties. It was an older, he's, he's no longer with us, but that energy was like, you know, what gets you to Carnegie hall practice. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, he did that a lot. The, the, the sad, the, the dark mission or the dark story or the shadow story is, um, you know, he ended up alone at the end of his life a bit, sort of destitute, broke. Um, my mom and he didn't have a great relationship. So the the, the nephews, there were three of us, two, the two brothers and myself, he, he had no children. He was gay, closeted his whole life. Mm. Um, finally came out to me when I came out, then he came out to me. 
and um and to, to you alone not, to me alone yeah um i think i told my mom and she was like well yeah i know that my whole life why didn't he ever tell me you know she was kind of all pissed off at him most of the time um but i will tell you ah it's gonna bring tears to my eyes to tell the story again that's okay um, he he you know my my mom had passed and it doesn't matter the, the details of the story um, I had a dear friend of mine. I said, you need to take your uncle to New York City before he dies. So he gets to actually show you around about the life that he had that nobody knew about. He was pretty old. He could barely get in the car. We pick him up. I take him to New York City. And we we shuffle our way through New York City. And he takes me to his favorite church. And he took me, I took him to to lunch at Joe Allen's, which was a restaurant he used to go to all the time when he lived there. The point of the story is he was, he, he relished the memory of who he really was mm. because nobody knew that part of his life. He actually had come out, but nobody in the family could know. It was all secret. But the, the real learning for me in that moment was like, not okay with me on my watch that people are that closeted, that their talent is not seen and appreciated. Um, because we were, we saw one concert of his, our entire life, one concert. And we'll go into the details, but there, there was a bit of a, he had, he had major anxiety as a performer. He didn't work through it. So there's a lot of sort of shadow stuff that sort of designed his life. Mm. And thank you for, for letting me chat about it. It became the informant for me of Produce You. It's like there's there's talent in you that wants to come out. There's insight that wants to come out. There's wisdom. There's there's music, if you will, literally music that wants to come through you. And, oh, my gosh, let's get that going. And um, he didn't really get to do it. He, he did it as best he could. It was sort of a meandering life. And he was, an, he was the classic broke artist. And... Uh, that's that was tragic to me so thus produce you was formed and i tell that story on the stage at produce you the event to kind of like that's not okay with me i couldn't save him but let's not have that be you ever yeah yeah you know so yeah i know i know it was amazing i remember telling that story and i, I showed a little video there's, there was footage, old eight millimeter footage that I found of him playing the piano when he was like 17 or something. It's just amazing to see that. Which of course would not have had any sound to it. No, it was no sound. It was just him playing. So yeah, which is, which is, which in some ways is uh, <laughs> ironically. Pointing I know, right. Fitting. Yeah. <laughs> I know I play yeah. music, but nobody can hear it. Yeah. You yeah. know. So you're sweet to ask that question again, Ken. It's a, it, he lives in me. I talk to him once in a while. He's on the other side, but. Yeah. And his presence is very, is very yeah. much felt. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And his yeah. name, uncle. Uncle Gates, G-A-T-E-S. Kind uncle of a Gates. unique, I know, yeah. kind of a unique, a little weird name. And we always, as a kid, we're like, that's a weird name, mom. You know, and my mom would go, yeah, it kind of is. So <laughs> I don't know where that name came from, but that was his, that was his name. So thank you for, thank you, Uncle yeah. Gates, for the, for the uh, mm -hmm. inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Inspiration and the lesson. Yeah. 
I hope you're enjoying this conversation between me and Rick Tamlin as much as I enjoyed it. And uh, just a reminder, if you have not yet, please subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. Let's get back into the conversation. So, the, the you know, as we start to move, we have a few more minutes here. The, you know, whether you want to touch on the, of course, uh, again, we're, to, we're speaking over Zoom and I can see the, the, the poster of your book cover behind you, sure. the bigger game, and uh, you know the the produce you mug. Um, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know what is that guy's brand anyway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm right. staring into a room of Rick swag, and um, <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> Gotta have good swag, man. Good swag. Yeah. So speaking of good swag, you know what yeah. uh, the 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 the. T- Talk about the experience, actually, because yeah. you, the experience of bringing Produce You, of birthing Produce You. Yeah. yeah. Talk about how you got there. Talk about the experience of, of really birthing it. It's a real thing now. It's a real thing. It's an ongoing thing. It's a year-long program. There's 24 people in it right now as we speak. And um, it you know it has an agenda called put your thing into the world so people can experience and probably buy it. Um, she can't be a secret and be a success at the same time. It's just who knew? Possible. Who knew? Um, you know, and by the way, we have no excuse not to be out in the world. We have every tool known to the human condition to be out in the world, video and audio. And you're doing a, you're doing a, uh, um, what are these called again? A podcast. podcast I hear you yes. like, right. It's like, you know, and, and that's both thrilling and overwhelming. And like, yay to all the technology that handled, you know, thank you, Steve Jobs. He brought production right into our home. And, that's why into I love our the word phones. into our phone. Like we are now producers all the time if we choose to be. And I, I let me riff for a second. I kind of go into this territory. We're either a receiver of the news or we're a producer of the news. And, you know, are we just following other people who are saying stuff we wish we were saying, or am I the one saying it? And that's, that's, that's my niche. That's my space. Oh, I want to be the one of the ones that are saying stuff rather than the ones that are just reading other stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, that's leadership, right? Like, so, so, you know, you asked about bigger game. That's a philosophy. That's a book. It's a model. I won't go into it, but um, I'm a guy, here's the kind of the role. We all know that term out there. I'm a thought leader who has ideas turns them into things for people to experience as fast as possible. Produce you was a concept. Oh, let's help people produce their, their work. And what does that look like? Oh, create a, create a conference called produce you. Well, what do you do at it? And you, you have them do Facebook live and you have them come up with their messages and it's a very active do. Right. And then at that conference, I offer a year long program and, you know, again, this year, 24 people said, yes, I want to, I want, I want to be in the world proudly with my good work. And, um, so I get, what's my point of all that? I, I'm and, and, you know, there's another product product. I don't want to call them products. There's something else coming on my list. It's called stage and screen, you know, how to be better on stage, how to be better on screen. Basically it's an in front of model. We, how to be I don't want to say better, but how to be a compelling in front of the room person. Zoom, Facebook Live, live rooms, keynotes, I don't care. 
but that's a that's a skill. So, so for those thinking good. about 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 uh, uh, Zoom rooms and keynotes yeah. and Facebook yeah, lives, right. pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a thing, and it's uh it's become a thing, and you know we all watch those those TED talks and go, oh my God, Brene Brown's amazing, you know. And it's like, well, that was actually constructed, and that was thought through, and there was a good story, and she probably practiced it a zillion times, so it was authentic, and you know, those are not necessarily accidental. Um, so that's the. And, I, you know, the other day I, I was chatting with my partner and we were chatting with one of our financial people a little bit about our future. And, you know, the word retirement keeps coming up and I, I just keep going. I, I don't know, not happening. Just just to be clear, uh, you know, I, I maybe don't have to work as much or make as much money. You know, maybe Social Security will take care of a little bit, but I'm not stopping. You know, God willing, I drop. I'm going to say, like in the future when I'm 97, I drop dead on a stage somewhere, and that would be the best going out ever for me. <laughs> as, as disconcerting as it may be for the audience, right? Be a little upsetting yeah. for the audience, but you know, I, I would make sure that somebody would say, "That's exactly what he wanted." Everybody, <laughs> let's celebrate this moment. But <laughs> oh, that's in completely irreverent. But you know what I mean. So I'm not a retirement guy. I don't even know what the word means. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. Thank you for that. The the in 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 you know as we're, again we're drawing close here. So uh, the, boy, I'm torn in two different directions. Let's do both of them. Okay. So yeah, let's do both of them. So for someone who is um, you know chomping at the bit and knows that they want to, you know they're 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 maybe they're a little bit shy or a lot shy or they're they know they have a book in them. They know mm -hmm. they have a business a in message. Them. Yeah. Yeah, they have they have something that's closeted using your language that's closeted. What what's one place you would point them to, you know, at least crack the door if not step all the way through it? Um well, very self-serving, you know, make sure you get on my email list, ricktamlin.com. Uh cuz I I talk about this stuff. I have a newsletter that comes out every Sunday, you know, I'm in that space, so I'm showing up a lot. Um but but, but less less about me and have it be about them. Um I, you know, one of the doorways in is you know, you use the word shy. When you get somebody to talk about what matters to them deeply, shy mm -hmm. goes away. Mm -hmm. So I love the word matter. Like go talk out loud or go talk to somebody or go do a Zoom call and pick a topic that matters to you and invite people into the conversation of what matters, of what matters to you. And the right people will show up because they're like, oh yeah, that matters to me. So I love this term matter. And I also love it because it's also, it's also um, uh, borrowed from the world of physics, right? Turn it into matter. <laughs> you know, like molecules and cells coming together. That's the product. Like, Yes, this matters to me. Turn it into matter. Yeah, make it you real. Know, make it real. And then, of course, then turn it into a verb, or maybe this is an adjective. You know, mattering is a skill. Mm -hmm. to, to be in the land of what do you do in the world? I help people find out what matters and make it real for them. You know, so it's a it's a fun word. So the tip, I guess, is. Go talk about what matters to you. Yeah. You know, and then of course the 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 real stretch is 
do it live on a Facebook live or do it somewhere live. You know, that kind of pushes the envelope a little bit. Or a lot for some. And or a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was the number one thing that I got feedback. We just did a we did a virtual version of our event this year. I did it in a TV studio and we had an over 200 people. It was it was amazing. I, I won't go into the details, but it was it was, you know, my job as quote unquote the host is how do I do my best? How, how do I keep how do I keep 207 people engaged on a Zoom call to not want to go watch television or to check I, their email or to check their email like that was my job that was exciting and so we had we had interactive stuff we made popcorn together we had drinks one night we 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 got gossiped we we learned you know they cried they laughed we showed videos you know it was like a it was this wild ride of interactivity for the sake of connectivity and for the sake of a good message. And um, why am I telling you that? Because it, it woke up the creative side of me like never before. Like, I have a job to do. I need to keep people engaged. What is that going to take? You know, well, so to use some of your language, you know, what, what, yeah. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm hearing and what you're saying there is that you found another layer of your own mattering. Exactly. Yeah. You know, or in my language too, it's like I, there's a bigger game. Like, Oh, COVID shut down my normal way of doing a conference called fly people or, you know, have people come to Palm Springs, California. Oh, they can't do that. Good. Go do it online. Oh my God. How do you do that? We use technology. We never used how to never knew how to use, you know, because playing a bigger game will design who you want to become. So I became something more because I didn't know how to do this. Yeah. And it was easy to go, this is too hard. Let's cancel. The election is happening. Nobody's going to want to do this. And then Chuck and I looked at each other and said, what, are we kidding me? We're going to collapse into where the world is rather than take the world to a new place. And that was the feedback we got. They're like, thank you for taking us out of all those other conversations we're in. Yeah. You know, for three solid days, they were like, thank you for this new conversation. Beautiful. Well, well done. And, and congratulations on this. Yeah, success. thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know I'm going to be witnessing. We all are. We're going to be witnessing the ripples of that event uh, for uh, uh, I don't think it's going out on too skinny a branch to say for decades. I, God willing, I, I, yeah. I, I've gotten great. People have been commenting ever since. I mean, it's bizarre to talk about yourself, but it's like we're still getting emails. You know, and then people are calling me, how did you do that? Can you tell me how you did that? And then I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you how I did that. You know, so. Yeah, sweet. Well, 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 well Thanks. done. Well Thanks. played Thanks. so much more. Uh, last but not least, so ricktamlin.com. And, and uh, how else can people get in touch with you? That's the best way. Get on the list. You know, there's, there's a, you know, there's a drop down menu. Um, yeah, there's, that's the simplest way. Um, a Facebook, I have a Facebook page, personal page, my bigger game, sorry, my Facebook page, professional page is Rick Tamlin's bigger game. Nice. And I do many times I will do a Facebook live there. I do my, here's the distinction on my personal page on Facebook. I like to talk about the food I like, right? On my professional page is kind of when I do the wisdoming thing or here's some insight I have or so there's two, there, you know, that, that part of me, that hat of, of personal development guy, leadership development guy has his own page. And I'll make sure there's a, there'll be, a, there's a link in the, in the intro oh. uh, to these sessions for that Thanks, as Ken. well. 
You're welcome. Thanks so much for joining me here, Rick. It's a pleasure, Mr. Ken, and thank you for doing the work you do. I know this is my language for you, but you know, you've been playing a bigger game for a very long time with this work you do. So, and I, I applaud the you showing up in as many places with this work as much as possible yourself, because it's, it takes courage and it takes commitment and um, you're, you're on it. And I see the emails come in and I go, there's Ken. Yeah, there's doing that thing. And by the way, just so you know, so many people in my space talk about you. So just so Mm. you know. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. And of course, my guest, Rick Tamlin here on Mojo for the Modern Man. If you want to learn more about Rick's work in the world, including Produce You, uh, visit his website, itsallmadeup.com. That's itsallmadeup.com. And of course, you can seek Rick out on LinkedIn, on Facebook, etc. And please do reach out to me, Ken Mossman. Uh, you can do so through my website, Cirrus, C-I-R-R-U-S, as in the cloud, CirrusLeadership.com. Come on by, check out the programs I've got running, sign up for my newsletter, uh, and so much more. Come take a look around. And just a reminder, if you've not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, I look forward to seeing you back here on Mojo next week. Be well, make it a great day. Take care. Mm-hmm.